Saints fans, Pelicans fans, let's go. This is the Black and Blue Report. Black. Bree is going to go deep. He's got ground. Touchdown. Blue. Down the lane. Shoots. No. Tip follow in for Davis with three tenths of a second left. Welcome into the podcast for the fans, straight from the teams they love. It's good to see you guys, and uh, I didn't know we had Studio B here in our facility. Good setup. Now that I know where your guys' little office is, I can pop in here whenever I want. Well, we're playing through AD, and so everybody's going to have to adjust to that. Coaches, players, analysts, celebrities, and more. That guy's Anthony Mackie. I've gotten in many of our arguments about the Pelicans and the Saints uh, over the years. Harry County Jr. joins us here on the Black and Blue Report. Undoubtedly, to me, the Saints are the singular reason that New Orleans is back on the map. Hoda Kotb from the Today Show on NBC, our guest. You know, New Orleans gets in your blood. The Saints never leave it once they get in there. This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio. Wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. How goes it? Welcome into the Black and Blue Report. This is the Thursday edition, and greetings from Studio B. Sean Kelly here with you. This is the podcast, of course, for Saints and Pelicans fans. We've got football tonight. How about that? Thursday night football kicks off our new weekend, and uh, sure enough, maybe... (laughs) Knock on wood, maybe for the first time on a Thursday this season we'll have a decent football game to watch. Colts and Texans tonight, a battle for first place here in the AFC South. So we're hoping for a decent ball game, and uh, hopefully you'll get a chance to watch some of that. The deck is cleared for Thursday night football tonight. Baseball playoffs don't begin, I think, until tomorrow. Uh, We're going to talk baseball a little bit later today as Brian Dozier, the second baseman for the Minnesota Twins, stops by. And while that may seem sound strange on the surface, there's a whole lot more to the story, as they say. And so we're anxious to talk to Brian Dozier about his connection here to us and also get his thoughts about the baseball championship series that begin this weekend in both the American League and National League. On the football side, we'll take a break a little bit today, and uh, we'll talk about tomorrow's or tonight's football game tomorrow. Daniel Salerson will be the host of Black and Blue Report tomorrow. And I'm sure he'll touch upon the Colts and Texans tonight. But just on the uh, uh, on the outskirts here, looking in on the NFL weekend, let's hope for a, a decent football game to watch tonight and uh, some fun stuff to watch this weekend while the Saints are idle. And, boy, it is quiet around here at campus. I know there are some guys in and out and whatnot, but uh, for the most part it's fairly quiet. Not as quiet on the basketball side as I thought it would be today. Today was supposed to be an off day for the Pelicans, but they are back to work Uh, The uh, day off was scrapped. They are practicing today after getting home late, late last night from Jacksonville, Florida, and the end of a long three-game road trip to start the preseason. Unfortunately, the Pelicans lost the Wizards last night, 94-89, and are now 1-2 on the preseason. We'll look at that game a bit today and hear from head coach Monty Williams. And then before we get out of here today, we want to bring in our good friends at Auctioner. They have a big, big event coming up to benefit all kinds of different platforms regarding the fight versus cancer. That's coming up in November. We'll get all the details coming up on the uh, big gala to be held at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome on November the 14th. 
So hope you enjoy our Thursday show today. Again, we'll talk about Pelicans here in just a moment. And then Brian Dozier from the Minnesota Twins. And then we'll talk about the big event of the Superdome coming up on November the 14th. Stay tuned. We're right back after this quick first time out. Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com today. I'm Linda, mother of two beautiful 13-year-old twins. While my son has brown hair and blue eyes, and my daughter has blonde with green eyes, they both share one identical DNA trait. I hate spinach. No one leaves the table until you finish your vegetables. Getting my kids to want to eat vegetables, that's my purpose. Blend it now. Try the new veggie blends at Smoothie King. It's the tastiest way to get your kids to love vegetables. Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. What's up, Pelican fans? This is Anthony Mackey, a shorter, talented version of Anthony Davis, and you are listening to the Black and Blue Report. Go Pelicans. All right, let's start digging into the Pelicans game from last night. Again, the final score, 94-89. The Pelicans lost the Wizards at Jacksonville, Florida. And so now at 1-2, and two, the first preseason trip is done for New Orleans. They're actually back on the practice floor today. This was actually going to be a day off for the Pels, but... Uh, Monty Williams has decided to uh, go ahead and uh, practice here after the uh, end of the road trip. I don't know what that will mean for the weekend schedule, but the Pelicans don't play now until Tuesday here at home. Uh, Jimmer Ferdad again off the bench with another nice performance. He ended up with 13 points. So now over the first three preseason games, uh, he's your leading scorer. Now, a lot of this is deceiving because it all depends on how many minutes guys go and everything else. But it is worth noting that Davis played the most minutes he's played yet in a preseason game, he had 26 minutes and 11 seconds worth of work last night. Ended up with 11 points, 8 rebounds. Did not have a block shot in the game. Eric Gordon uh, ended up with 15 points. And Ryan Anderson uh, is noteworthy because of his 14 points and 7 rebounds. The only thing that is uh, interesting about Anderson's line, though, from last night is he's 0 for 4 from beyond the 3-point line. Also of notes uh, from last night, for the second game in a row, the Pelicans really actually had a hard time shooting the ball. 36.4% was the field goal percentage for the Pelicans last night, and uh, they were only 7 of 28, 25% from beyond the three-point line. So probably something we'll talk with Monty Williams about tonight on the Monty Williams Show. We'll also have that interview for you uh, tomorrow here on the Black and Blue Report. Although, with that being said, uh, let's see. They were outscored in the fourth quarter last night, 26-19, and therefore lose by 5, 94-89. And here is Pelicans head coach Monty Williams following last night's preseason action in Jacksonville. Give up a summary of what you thought overall about the way you got. Yeah. Again, I thought we competed at a high level. We played extremely hard. Our defense um, wasn't bad, especially from our, our main guys. Uh, but our shots didn't fall tonight, and our shot selection was not great at all. And uh, all of our guys know that. Um, we forced a lot of tough shots tonight. And I, I would say 
12 to 15 of their points came because of our bad shots and they were taken off in transition. And so, you know, we, we have to do a better job of uh, making better decisions, obviously. Uh, but I do like the fact that, you know, our defense was, was pretty good. Uh, we gave up a 26-point quarter. That's about three above a really good quarter. And we did that in the fourth. But we only scored, gosh, 40 points in the second half. And a lot of it's because we shot 36% from the field. No, there's, you know, we've given guys great opportunities. They got to seize the day. Um, nobody's really stepped up and taken hold of that position. Uh, so we got to figure out uh, a better rotation, try to put one of those guys in a better position so they can succeed. But you're right, nobody's nobody's uh, done anything that's wowed anybody from that position. Yeah, yeah, he's he's shooting the ball well. You know, I took him out down the stretch. I could have left him in there. Probably would have given us a better chance. But uh, we have to give Russ some minutes here in the preseason. He and Patrick, but Jimmer's uh, shooting the ball well. He's making good reads. Uh, he's got to fight more on defense. There were a couple of assignments on defense that he missed, but I, I like the fact that he spaces the floor and he's fighting. Patrick's a hard worker. Um, you know, he's, he's got a lot to learn about this game, but he's a willing learner. Uh, he's certainly a strong rebounder. He's pretty intense on defense. Obviously, he came from a good program uh, where they win a lot of games, so uh, the people here should be proud. They're trying to knock the rust off. You know, they haven't had those the type of games that they, you know, want to have. Drew was four for ten, and Ryan's four for thirteen. Um, you know, on a night in, night out basis, those guys are going to shoot better shots. It's going to take time for those guys. They haven't played in so long. They got to get their game rhythm back. I'm sure there was, you know, especially when you have everybody cheering for you and you're thinking about it for a couple of days. So that's pretty tough on a young guy. He wants to do what's right. Um, obviously, when you play in front of your home crowd and your family, it's, it's a tough deal. But I thought he did a decent job. You talked about the program he came from. Billy Donovan put a lot of guys in the NBA. What, what sort of different qualities does a Billy Donovan product bring? I don't know. He's got nice hair, hair products. Um, he's just a really good coach. I mean, anytime you win two national championships, um, you're always you always give your school a chance to win a title. You got to be doing something right. This system is proven. It's put a lot of guys in the NBA, and uh, I enjoy watching their games. All right, again, don't play again until Tuesday. Monty Williams show though tonight. Some details on that a little bit later here on the Black and Blue Report. When we come back. We'll meet Brian Dozier, second baseman for the Minnesota Twins. You're saying the Twins? Well, there's a connection. We'll share it with you in just a moment. Game on with NFL Ticket Exchange, the only official ticket exchange of the NFL, where 100% of tickets are verified by Ticketmaster. Buy and sell the NFL-approved way. Visit NFLTicketExchange.com. Together, we make football. 
Let's get the ball rolling for a thrilling time at the Sanderson Farms Championship PGA Golf Tournament, November 3rd through 9th at the Country Club of Jackson. For lots of first-class golf and fan-pleasing fun, join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship. It'll be quite a ride, unless you're chicken. For ticket information, visit www.sandersonfarmschampionship.com. Gatorade knows every victory starts from within. It's the determination to come up big when it matters most. But no athlete does it alone. They need training and fuel to perform. That's how greatness comes from within. Win from within. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report here on this Thursday. And uh, as promised, the second baseman for the Minnesota Twins, Brian Dozier, is our guest. And this is the first time Mr. Dozier has joined us here on the Black and Blue Report. And uh, it's the first time that I've ever tried to work something that had anything to do with the Minnesota Twins into a podcast regarding the New Orleans Saints and the New Orleans Pelicans. But we're going to give it a whirl here. And Brian will say hello, and then we'll explain why you're here, I guess. Sounds good. So we're looking on Twitter the other day. And sure enough, there's this tweet of you literally about six and a half feet off the sidelines at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome saying, who dat Saints? And we're thinking, how is Brian Dozier connected to the New Orleans Saints? And there's a story in there, isn't it? Yeah, there is. Um, You know, I I grew up in Tupelo, Mississippi, and uh, not a real big Saints fan or whatever. And then I went to Southern Miss, and once I got closer to New Orleans, it seems like everybody was a a Saints fan. And then... um, Ironically, a, a couple of years later, I met my wife, uh, Renee, and, uh, who grew up in Mandeville right outside New Orleans. And uh, ever since then, it's kind of uh, become a Houdat fan. And uh, I seem like every offseason we try to make uh, as many home games as possible and uh, a fan, a follower, and fo- follow the Saints uh, all the time throughout the course of the year and stuff. So uh, happy to say I'm a member of the Houdat family i guess i guess so now were you a, a willing uh uh leaping into this thing or did renee have to kick you and drag you in well it's it's kind of understood i guess if you date someone uh somebody from this from this area you you no matter what is i mean it's sundays after church or whatever it is everybody's watching the saints game so it's kind of uh once i started dating her uh it, it was it was kind of mandatory to become a Saints fan. And then, you know, and then that's the same period when Breeze came over and all that kind of stuff. And I'm a huge football fan to begin with. And, and then, uh, and then once, once he kind of exploded and did all that kind of stuff, especially Super Bowl time period and all that kind of stuff, I kind of, I would say I jumped on the bandwagon, but uh, became a diehard Saints fan. Now, Brian, growing up in northern Mississippi, your Sundays after church were usually filled with NASCAR. Has this been some of an adjustment hey, here? Absolutely. And, and uh, periodically I still try to, try to catch some NASCAR events and stuff. So, yeah, after church, we'd go to my grandmother's house, and, and uh, we'd be back and forth from, from uh, Sunday football to, to NASCAR. But my, my, uh, my dad's a big, big racing fan, and, and uh, even still is to the day. So he, he, uh, it, was more, it was more NASCAR after, uh, after church than it was football. So. After competing all summer at the elite level in, in Major League Baseball, What's it like watching the equivalent level in another sport like football and when you see it as up close as you did uh, last Sunday? You know, what? I feel like it's uh, how they prepare. It's, it's very similar. Uh, I think the, the chance to be able to see that on the field. But people don't understand that, um, that what fans don't get to see 
even in uh, my profession with the game of baseball, it's, uh, you know, for a for a 7 o'clock game at night, you know, we're, everybody's at the park at 12. It's not like we just show up at 6.30, go stretch and play. And uh, and how how much we prepare before a game, and and uh, I feel like a lot of a lot of Saints fans don't get to see that part of it. Uh, what time they get there on Sundays before and stuff, and as much film work and practice and behind the scene kind of stuff that builds up to just the three hours that uh, that they provide for the fans, the entertainment. So that's uh, that that's the key thing. That's always fun to see, especially. Um, uh, you know, other people, other players at this level, just the amount of work they put in behind the scenes is pretty cool. Brian Dozier describes himself as a Christian who plays on the side for the Minnesota Twins, and now he's also professed his love for the New Orleans Saints. He's our guest here on the Black and Blue Report. Hey, Brian, we love hearing the stories of fans and, and celebrities and folks from all walks of life about how they go about their Saints game day. Um, I would imagine that Renee is probably driving the car on this, but give us an idea of what the Dozers do with regard to a Saints game day. Yeah, we, uh, you know, every time we, every time we get down to New York, like I said, we live in Hattiesburg now, so it's always an hour and a half drive down there, um, unless we're staying the weekend with our family who lives in uh, Mandeville, which I'm actually at right now, and heading over to New Orleans tomorrow for a wedding. But, uh, but yeah, the Saints game day, we kind of, we kind of get down there. I think uh, last Sunday we got down there around nine thirty, ten o'clock, and. And it's always in the square, um, listening to whatever band they have playing, that kind of thing. And uh, her mom has season tickets, so um, and, and we have a friend that's in the PR department there as well who likes to, I guess, get us on the sidelines, that kind of thing, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So uh, that's always great. But, yeah, just the, just the atmosphere on Sundays for Saints games is, is pretty cool. And, you know, we, we uh, always growing up and stuff around college football and stuff, you never really get a chance to – uh, to make it down to an NFL game and stuff, but it's uh, I feel like it's different, all, all, the same, but also uh, kind of different within itself. So it's uh, it's a lot of fun, man. Brian, you mentioned you live in Hattiesburg now in the off season, which makes total sense after your days at Southern Miss. Uh, but I'm sure you've heard this already. Uh, if you marry a girl from Southeast Louisiana, you may get her out of Southeast Louisiana for a little while, but she's probably eventually going to get you back here. Right? Are you are you aware of how that might work? Uh, trust me, that, that's that's been our only argument for the past uh, not ten months. We've been married, so she uh, and I, I loved uh, this area, uh, you know, Mandeville and everything, and that's where her family's from. And yeah, she, uh, she she's a she's a Louisiana at heart, uh, but just living in Mississippi, I guess, for now. So uh, who knows what the future holds? We might we might uh, make our way down to uh, to New Orleans or the outskirts or anything like that. But for the time being. Uh, I'm sticking to my guns with Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, Brian, let's talk baseball for a moment. You're pr- you're coming off of a pretty darn good year, aren't you? I d- went all right. Went okay. Yeah. Tell me about what it was like to be in the home run derby. <laughs> you know, tell you what, it was uh, it was pretty awesome to be honest with you. And I think what uh, what kind of stands out to me and stuff is, you know, my brother. He got to, we got to choose our own pitcher, whoever we wanted to uh, wanted to throw to us, and um, and my brother's a former. Uh, college baseball player as a pitcher so it was a kind of a no-brainer i knew he, he he could be able to get it over the plate number one but uh but yeah it, it was more of a family event i flew a bunch of family and friends up and stuff and they got to participate and you know be on the field with me that kind of thing and see everybody and uh, my my nieces and nephews and all that kind of stuff and uh so it was pretty cool it was a unbelievable experience something i if they asked me to do it Again, I'd be I'd be willing to, and it's it was it was fun for everybody. That's that's 
that's the fun thing about it. It didn't wear you out. I mean, that's your break, the All Star break. Did that? that didn't yeah, you, you know, we had some talks uh, about that kind of stuff. If it was going to deviate my swing any, or if I needed those four days to rest. And of course, everyone needs a few days off and all that. <clears throat> but you know, I don't, I don't know if there will ever be another opportunity to do this. And uh, of course, you grow up watching the. <clears throat> the King Griffey Juniors and all that kind of stuff participating in it, and I got asked to do it, and you know, those guys didn't turn it down, so why should I? And uh, it was, I'm glad I did because it was, it was unbelievable. If I'd have told you back at the All Star break that the Baltimore Orioles and the Kansas City Royals would be playing for the American League Championship, would you have believed me? Uh, probably not, to be honest with you. I tell you what, this baseball—it's unlike any other sport. It's it's a crazy game, man. It's uh, it's one of those where it gets hot at the right time, and, and those two teams did, and uh, especially Kansas City. Uh, one of my uh, best friends, Josh Willingham, got traded over to Kansas City at the end of the year to try to help their run, a playoff run or whatever, and I talked to him last night, and it's been unbelievable, he says, and uh, hats off to him. A 10-year career is finally getting in the playoffs for the first time, And uh, but I tell you what, Kansas City is my, my pick to win. They uh, they got the best pitching left, in my opinion. I I've faced every single one of those uh, left in the playoffs, and uh, in my opinion, they're the best. So that's my pick to win. Did you get to play at Kansas City late in the season when they were making the push, or had you already been through there? No, our uh, our last, our second to last uh, road series was uh, against Kansas City, and uh, and you can just see that throughout the course of the year, each stadium you go to, just the atmosphere if they're in the playoff run or not, or about to clinch, or so to speak. Then uh, the atmosphere just gets that much more intense, and it was uh, it was unbelievable. Uh, and, and then I've been tuned in every single game, and it's just, I mean, it's night and day compared to April when it's cold. To be honest with you, to, to now than uh, clinching the playoffs and that kind of stuff. That, that makes for a fun day. What are your thoughts on the National League side of the ledger here? You know what I I think we we actually had the first time, especially in my career, to to play uh, in San Fran. And um, obviously, you know, they're both hot teams right now, obviously competing uh, for the for the NLCS. But uh, San Fran, man, I tell you, they, they got the top two pitchers, uh, left-handed pitchers, and, uh, in my opinion. Um, and that, that's what, I mean, when, you, when you look at the offense and everything and uh, all that kind of stuff, it all boils down to who's got the top three pitchers. And uh, from the National League side, I think they're, uh, they've got the better arms, and I think that's what's going to, uh, I guess, propel them against um, St. Louis. So that's, that's my pick for the National League side. All right. Brian Dozier with us from the Minnesota Twins. So Brian, I'll say this. You've got the better end of the Minneapolis deal. You get to spend your summers in Minneapolis, which are gorgeous. They're a beautiful target field. I get to go there in the wintertime on the NBA side. Uh, so, you, so you win. <laughs> I know, right? I, 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 can, I can safely say that I do win on that. I, <laughs> I actually uh, get to go up i got to go up a couple of weeks in January uh, for a Twins Fest and some caravans and all that kind of stuff. And I tell you what, it's, I don't know how those guys do it up there. It's miserable. It's, it's, uh, it's tough. Now, I will ask one favor from you. What you got? I need, I need a good uh, restaurant or two in Minneapolis to help shake up my routine when I go up there to see the Timberwolves this year. Well, actually, one of my favorite restaurants is Seven. It's actually uh, right across the street uh, from where the Timberwolves play. And uh, it's sushi and steak, uh, pretty much anything you want. But that's uh, when I when I go downtown. We live outside of downtown, but when I go downtown, Seven's kind of my, uh, my kind of my go go to spot. Get the lobster mac and cheese. You you'll you'll go back every time. Then. Uh, you had me at lobster, and then you finished. Me <laughs> there off. you go. <laughs> now I gotta I gotta I gotta say that uh, a good old boy from Mississippi 
who strikes me as one who's uh, a true Southern gentleman, the idea of you bringing up sushi in a conversation makes me a little nervous. <laughs> well, I tell you what, for the last so many years, I spent I spend seven seven months or so uh, out of my year in Minnesota. So you got to get acclimated to all the different kinds of, of food and stuff. But I tell you what, if I if I can find a, a good restaurant that's fried chicken and turtle greens up there, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but I, can't, I haven't found one yet. Oh, well, keep looking and, and continued success, Brian. It's been fun to watch your career. This is a real treat to visit with you today. I hope you'll stay in touch with us. Absolutely, guys. I appreciate it. Yep. Uh, that's a Saints fan. Oh, and by the way, Major League Baseball player Brian Dozier here with us on the Black and Blue Report. More to come here on today's show. We'll be right back. In New Orleans, food is more than a passion, it's a tradition. And Zatarans has been part of that tradition for 125 years. From jambalaya and dirty rice to crab boil and more, Zatarans has been jazzing up dinner since before there was jazz. And we're excited about what next season might bring. Jazz it up tonight with Zatarans, proud sponsor of the New Orleans Pelicans. Fans cheer on your Pelicans as they play their final preseason game against the Dallas Mavericks at the CenturyLink Center in Bossier City on Thursday, October 23rd. Prices start at just $9 from www.ticketmaster.com. While in town, enjoy the opening weekend of the State Fair of Louisiana, our numerous casinos, including the world-famous Horseshoe Casino and Hotel. Check out hotel packages for the game and other things to do at shreveport bossierorg or call 888-45-VISIT. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly. Well, coming up in about five weeks, a pretty big event here. I know, five weeks, ladies. We're getting close. Welcome back into Studio B. Uh, in about five weeks, it's a pretty big event that'll happen right on the same field that the Saints play on each and every Sunday at home. And our good partners at Oxner are putting together a fantastic opportunity not only to raise money for um, cancer research and the fight against all forms of cancer, but also to engage you, uh, Saints fans, in uh, a pretty special opportunity that is being chaired, I think, in, in an honorary way and in a very hands-on way by Mrs. Gail Benson. And that, of course, is the Moonlight and Miracles Gala, which will be at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And the date on that is Friday, November the 14th. So with that, Anna Combs and Kathleen McCullough are here from Auctioner to uh, help us get ready for the event. Are we, uh, are we ready, ladies, or do you need every bit of these five weeks to get ready? Well, we're ready, but we definitely need five weeks, and we need a lot more support because the cancer world needs our help. Well, when you talk about the cancer world, I guess, what are we, what are we talking about now? I mean, I think, it's, I think it's everywhere. You know, we see in the NFL now in October with regard to the wearing of pink and everything else, and that's certainly with breast cancer research. And I've been involved over the years with pediatric cancer research in different forms and, uh, and fashion, and we hear now about pancreatic cancer getting a lot of publicity and whatnot. Um, so when we talk about the world of cancer research and the fight against cancer, where, where are we at this stage as far as our focus and, and, and how we can all help, I guess, in some way? Well, Oxner's always been known for um, 
education and research, and we certainly are, are, are doing that in cancer as well um, at the Oxner Cancer Institute and certainly with the Gale and Tom Benson Cancer Center. Research is one of our primary focuses. Um, I'd like to say we're real, real close to a cure, and we have been in some instances with some cancers. Certainly there are breast cancers that are now um, very treatable, and, and folks are living long, healthy lives, but we've got a lot, a long way to go, and that's why we need your help. Um, Oxner is doing a lot of research. We're making a lot of strides, and we hope to be doing transformational research um, in the near future. That's Anna Combs, by the way. I'm trying to make sure that everybody who's listening to the podcast has the voices right. So that's Anna. And then, then I'm Kathleen. And Kathleen, right. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So with that being said, money is the key in, the, in a lot of ways. Money is the key. We have numerous events throughout our Auctioner Health System to raise monies for a variety of programs, and cancer being at the forefront here. Um, this gala is set to raise a million-plus dollars this Whoa. year. Yeah. We, we mean business. We're going to make a difference. And we have such an amazing team leading that charge. Um, Mrs. Benson has called a volunteer committee together very strong, 160 volunteers in this community, lovingly called the Miracle Makers. They're wow. quite amazing. You might see Miracle Maker magnets on cars and yard signs right now. And these are the, those volunteers showing their, their strength. All right, so let's get the strength of this uh, of this event here. And actually, I don't want to use strength. Let's get the fun of this event. Well, it is fun. Yes. <laughs> don't talk about Definitely. that. Definitely. Uh, so Friday, November the 14th. Yes. We already mentioned at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Yes. Uh, it is called the Moonlight and Miracles Gala, but there is a theme to it, though, right? Well, there is. This year, we're focusing on the many colors of cancer, the spectrum, as you have it. Um, we're very excited. We want people to show up in their colors, support their colors, their friends, their family, their loved ones, uh, fighting the battle, those in memory as well. Uh, we have a great entertainment lineup. We've got Tanya Butte. We've got uh, Ronnie Cole playing during our dinner performance. We've got the Jesse's Girls doing an amazing dance uh, party a couple hours from nine to midnight or when we kick them out the dome basically (laughs) and then we have um, an amazing video presentation of some of our patient stories and our doctors sharing their journey as well. Anna is this black tie? Well black tie is optional but one thing we wanted to mention is that Terrence Blanchard Terrence Blanchard, um, he has agreed to do the production and the music for our video at the gala. So we're really excited and thankful for his time on this. Oh, that's big time talent right there. Right. Isn't that amazing? We've got such support. And um, patrons who are participating, and pretty much almost all of our levels for the evening, our patrons, are also invited to a very private concert for that Better Than Ezra is putting on on Wednesday, November 12th. So there are many benefits to come out and support. And there are ways to support even if you can't make the gala. Um, the Bensons have generously donated a Mercedes-Benz that we're raffling off. But the, the trick there is we have only a 1,000 entries that we're selling. So get them and get them now. <laughs> They're going to give away a car. A car. Not a just t- car. 2015 Mercedes C-Class 250. Holy Beautiful. God. Polar white. <laughs> now, if, if there's only a 1,000 tickets available, I imagine there's a premium on these tickets. What does a raffle ticket cost me to win that car? It's only $100 for that's you to win a car, a Mercedes. Not. No, it's in 1,000. The odds are great. Well, They're that's, amazing. That's fantastic. Yes. Okay, so let me, uh, let me help folks get in on the fun here. Yes. Number one, $500 gets you into the gala, correct? Yes. That's where we start. Yes. Okay, so $500 gets you into the patron party as well? 
one person, yes. One person. There are packages that you can get reserved tables, that, you know, multiple tickets, you know, 10 seats to a table, multiple tickets for the patron party, that type of thing. Okay, so let's give folks, I'm sure there's a phone number, if not a website, too. Both. Okay, good. So, let's get that information out as far as, and, and help us differentiate between gala tickets and raffle tickets yes. and how they're connected. Correct. Well, they're all raising money for a wonderful cause, of course. But the raffle tickets are $100 per chance. You can buy as many chances as you like, but we are only going to sell 1,000 chances. And the gala is the actual event um, happening Friday, November 14th, as you mentioned, on the turf in the Dome. And those tickets start at $500 and up. Um, all of these are available by calling our office, which is 504-842-7113, or going to our website, which is www.auctioner.org forward slash miracles gala. Okay. Yeah. Easy. E yeah, super, super easy. easy. Friday, November the 14th. This is um, not only a, a fantastic event, but uh, this partnership between Mr. and Mrs. Benson, the Saints, the Pelicans, Auctioner, this is... This is pretty big. I think this has grown to be more than I think any of us could have ever imagined. And I so agree. We're glad that you were able to come by today. Oh, we thank you. We we love this partnership, and I think we're going to make big changes in this cancer cancer world. Yes, and a chance to be on the turf at the dome. Let's oh, not forget that. Right. Yes. All right, Kathleen, Anna. What do we have? Any thoughts about the rest of the Saints season while I've got you here? Oh. <laughs> Hootat fans for sure, Absolutely. all the way, all black the way. and gold. Perfect. All right, you have the phone number, you have the website. Hopefully we'll see you there for the uh, Moonlight and Miracles Gala brought to you by Oshner in partnership, of course, with the Benson family. And uh, Mrs. Gail Benson will be expecting each and every one of you listening out there to be with us in mid-November. Outstanding. Ladies, thank you very much. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Yep. We'll continue on this Thursday here at the Black and Blue Report right after a quick timeout. Let's get the ball rolling for a thrilling time at the Sanderson Farms Championship PGA Golf Tournament, November 3rd through 9th at the Country Club of Jackson. For lots of first-class golf and fan-pleasing fun, join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship. It'll be quite a ride, unless you're chicken. For ticket information, visit www.sandersonfarmschampionship.com. The New Orleans Pelicans are taking flight, and you don't want to miss any of the action. The Pelicans' five-game flex plan presented by Domino's is the opportunity to pick the games right for you. Ticket plans are the only way to guarantee seats to the biggest games, including the matchup against LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Plus, each plan comes with a free Domino's pizza. Five-game packages start as low as $45. Call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to score your five-game plan today. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com, your first stop when following your teams. Well, sure was great talking to Brian Dozier today, the second baseman for the Minnesota Twins. That one came kind of from out of nowhere, but uh, sure enough, we find uh, members of the Houdat Nation just about anywhere. And uh, one of the, one of the I guess, uh, premises of the show is you never know who will stop by. And sure enough, Brian Dozier stops by today. By the way, not only was he in the home run derby, this past summer, but he uh, broke a couple of Minnesota Twins franchise records. He was on base a ton and scored a ton of runs. I think he scored the most runs in Twins history in quite some time, and he was the first second baseman 
for the Twins to get to the 2020 mark, 20 home runs, 20 stolen bases, and he did that back in August. Um, I'm trying to remember who he passed up. Gosh, it's been a long time, though. And he was the first Minnesota player to do it since, like, 04, maybe Torrey Hunter, if that rings a bell. By the way, Torrey Hunter's still in the league. Blows me away. He's got to be, like, 48. That's a whole other issue. I just saw his name the other day again uh, with regard to that. So, again, thanks to Brian Dozier today for stopping by on the Black and Blue Report. You've got the information now for the big event with Oshner and uh, Mrs. Benson. Uh, November 14th at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And certainly we'll keep you up to speed on the Pelicans uh, and how they'll take uh, things into the weekend. Don't forget tonight on the uh, flagship station of the Pelicans Radio Network, 105.3 WWL-FM. At 8 Central, it's the Monty Williams Show. Half an hour NBA magazine-type show with an extensive visit with the uh, Pelicans head coach. Tomorrow's Black and Blue Report. Daniel Salerson's your host. It's a blockbuster, to say the least. Here in Studio B, head coach Monty Williams, Pat Forty to talk about college football and why not, especially after the weekend that just occurred in college football and who knows what will happen this weekend. And I'm forgetting one other person, Daniel, at this point. That's right, Mike Garofalo here to get us ready for the NFL weekend, which will already be underway after tonight's game between the Texans and the Colts. So we'll bid you adieu here on this Thursday from Studio B. We'll really look forward to seeing you tomorrow for a great, great show, our last one of the week and of the bye week here for the uh, Saints. Enjoy it, and uh, try and stay cool. I'm ready for fall. I'm sure you all are as well. Sean Kelly saying so long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.